0: Emotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you looking for a quality pre-owned car at an affordable price? Then look no farther than Autosville. At Autosville, they offer a car to fit any budget. From vans, trucks, SUVs, compact, sedans, or sports cars, Autosville has you covered. They also offer financing, Autosville can get you writing even if you have no credit, repossessions, bankruptcy, divorce, it doesn't matter. Autosville has unique relationships with lenders that can help you get writing today. So don't hesitate. Give the professionals at Autosville a call today at 704-380-4000. That's 704-380-4000. Or contact them on the web at autosville.com. But make that switch today and give the professionals at Autosville a call. Let them get you riding and tell them the Binge Buster Show sent you. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the WB Studios, it's another exciting edition of the Binge Buster Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bench Buster Show. I am super excited about this week's show. As you know, in all the weeks past, I've always had some kind of professional wrestler or something like that on the show, and I figured I took a little hiatus, and I'm back. And what what better way to come back to the Bench Buster Show than to bring, in my opinion, the most badass rock and roll band from North Carolina. I'm talking about the Bad Boys from Fair Warning, and I've got them on the show today, two members. I'm talking about Dirty Dave and Brian Hall. Guys, guys, how are you doing? You heard
1: of and welcome to Corona Land. Yes, sir.
0: I'm telling you, guys. How how uh-huh. how, uh, how are you guys coping with this coronavirus crap?
1: Uh, we're on an island in Fiji right now with uh, twelve hot chicks. Uh, we're just trying to ride out the storm, so,
0: you know, like Tom Hanks, Castaway. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, well, guys. I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to have you guys on the show. Uh, I know, I know, Brian, Brian, I've been talking, path. and we we have been trying to get this down for for several weeks uh, because of our booking commitments. Uh, we hadn't been able to line it up, but thanks to the, to the coronavirus, here we are, Brian
1: yeah it looks like my schedule uh, is pretty wide open right now you uh you have any openings for next week in the week <laughs> hey sure yeah, we, yeah. we uh we're one of the, we're one of the few bands in north carolina for 24 years that's been booked solid year after year after year and now we find ourselves there you know set around yeah. staring at each other we so. we've we found that uh the corona has Brought the mighty fair warning to its knees. Yeah. Um, we we will not be playing this week, and we're questioning about whether we will next be. week. We don't
0: yeah. know. Yeah, I know it's crazy. You we know, don't know. I, I you know it's, it's it's hard to believe that um, that you know a little virus or I mean it's not little of course, but but something like that can just shut down an entire country.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, I mean, I'm not. Of course you know, I know this is hard to, to believe but I am not a doctor I'm a gynecologist amateur but gynecologist. a gynecologist and but I just I don't know this hype man it's just I don't know if it, it just seems like a lot of this hype would be overblown hype I don't know God I was in Walmart today and so and anything that had to do with paper on that aisle toilet paper the uh, paper towels Kleenex all that stuff was gone the the meat section looked like somebody dropped a bomb on it it had to be a be meat <laughs> uh, yeah it was just bad and people walking around shrugging their shoulders like what the fuck you know yeah. looking at each other
0: yeah um, i know it's crazy luckily did uh you guys happen luckily
1: to- our drover does a white so
0: Oh hey, you're in good shape then. Uh, it was funny. I was uh, I was in the grocery store yesterday, and I heard this woman on. She was on her cell phone walking through the aisle, and she's telling her whoever she's talking to, "Yeah, they ain't got no toilet paper or no paper towels." She goes, "I think I'm gonna go over and get some baby wipes, and uh, we can we can wipe our asses yeah, with sure. that." And uh, then uh, she goes, "Yeah, yeah it's wet, but it'd be okay." Toilet,
1: That's what caused our big toilet issue at the house <laughs> we
0: had. Oh no! What happened was you guys flushing them down the toilet.
1: Oh, we had a we had a bad clog. Uh, It took us a while to get it fixed, and we found out it originated from baby what? Oh man! Well, this interview is worth a shit, hasn't it? (laughs) It's going down the tubes. Oh no! (laughs) Like George Carlin says, "Where are these tubes?"
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I heard that.
1: I like sound effects.
0: Hey, yeah, I got, I got. By the way,
1: nice touch of the. Saturday Night Superstar at the beginning of the show.
0: That's the oh, yeah. I mean, I love that song. We
1: don't, that's, that's the first time we've heard it in a long time.
0: Oh. <laughs> <We don't laughs> I, I tell you what, you know, uh, going back, Brian, the, you know, the, the first time you and I met, uh, I was a wrestling promoter, or trying to be one, anyway. And our good yeah. friend, our good friend Jackie Wilson, had this really cool bar called Rock and Jacks High Point. And, Rockin' and uh, Jacks, yeah. yeah I, mean,
1: I, I did color commentary. Yes, yes, you, you did the color commentary. The
0: and and Dave, I got to tell you something he came
1: funny. Came to see us in uh, Thomasville well, a well, couple of weeks back.
0: Oh, who, uh, Jackie did.
1: Jackie did. He came to the show. Brian oh. put him up on stage. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, they reminisced a little bit.
0: Oh, that's, over yeah yeah man jack jackie was awesome I, mean, I remember when he called me up and said you know i met jackie through a mutual friend and he was like yeah i'm gonna open up this bar and uh they uh tell me that uh you that, that you do pro wrestling and i like yeah he goes well i have bands there he goes but i think it'd be cool to have wrestling because i you know he goes like i know he goes i got this band named fair warning and maybe you guys can you know they, they can play and you guys do the wrestling he goes i think it'd be great but we never got to do that, but but Brian came in and did, done color commentary and got the crowd going. And, Dave, I got to tell you, funny, back then I, I'd done, like, this pretty boy gimmick, and I'll never forget. This, this is, like, the best thing. All my wrestling buddies talked about this. They, they actually still talk about this. But I'm, I'm up on the, the, the middle turnbuckle, and I'm looking at the crowd, and I start shaking my hips like like Rick Rude, and girls are screaming. And Brian goes, "Girls, girls, please stop staring at Tony's um, dick." <laughs> that was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> That's how. Well, I was trying to get him
1: to look at my little dick. That was the whole uh, thing. I can't believe you would have said anything like that, Brian. Oh man! So, and then, and then, was that not the first time? Did you have the boogie woogie Band there that that, that day?
0: Uh, not not at that yeah, show, show, not at that show. But but the very first show I done there, I did have the Boogie Woogie Man there, I sure did, and uh and I wrestled yeah. him in the main <laughs> event. But but uh, oh,
1: Robert, bro, the, the yeah. Oh, the original Boogie, yeah, yeah
0: the real Boogie Man. Um, I had him there, and uh, yeah. and and Brian came in and, and done my done my um inter- uh, my ring announcement for me and and commentary and. <laughs> Man, that was that was a great time, but but the shows later on, you know, they they got more fun because like Brian would come out there and remember that really big heavy. Uh, I think he was, I think he was he was Jackie's bouncer. They call him Tiny, but he was a big son of a bitch. And oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. And you came out there and it's and idiot, and but... and uh, and and had Tiny choke slam you. Remember that, Brian? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That was back when I could actually take bumps. Yeah. I love the story about Jimmy Henson going over the ropes and him saying that was the end of his wrestling career. Yeah, that was a different time though. Yeah, I actually got the whole band to wrestle. In a, a, they were three of them. It was a six man against me. I think it was me and who else was it? Jimmy Valiant. I can't remember, but it was it was the Boogie Woogie Man and my guitar player and my bass player at the time. Uh-huh. Was against me and my drummer at the time, and the drummer didn't want to wrestle, so he got <laughs> knocked out in the first two seconds. And then whoever won, like if I won, I got to be the singer of Fair Warning. If I lost, then Boogie Woogie Man Rob McBride became the singer of Fair Warning. And I remember, uh, I remember Jimmy Jimmy Henson got clotheslined over the top rope, and he didn't even put his arms out to catch itself. It's like he went head first right over onto the floor. And I was like, that was the worst looking bump I've ever seen in my life. And it was so funny though. Cause Jimmy, he walks around like Cornelius, the, uh, the, on the Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't see his <laughs> arms. So he didn't, when he went over the top, he didn't even put his arms up to catch it. What, what do you say? He went ass over tea kettle? Yeah. I asked over tea kettle right over the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember you you had the coolest boots of all time. You had those Magnum TA boots, and I was like, God, I wish I had some of those to wear on
0: stage. Oh, yeah, I, I still had those boots, and uh, I'll tell you a funny story. One, one night, my my, my wife talked me into taking her to a country concert. So we go see um, – Oh, Lord. Yeah. So we actually go see uh, Keith Urban, and uh, during this time, uh, Jake Owen had just came out, and I had no clue who he was. So as we're leaving the Charlotte Coliseum, my wife goes, "Uh, can I be a groupie for just a couple minutes and just go back here and see if I can see uh, one of these guys? Sure. So we walk back there. We're standing back there for about 10, 15 minutes. I'm the only dude back there. There's probably 30 women back there waiting to see um, Keith Urban. And so the security guard comes out and goes, hey, uh, just so you guys know, what, what are you guys out here for? And all these girls are like, we're here to see Keith Irvin. And he's like, well, he's already left. Uh, but there might be one other person here. I'm not sure. So a few minutes later, the girls start losing their mind. And uh, out, out walks uh, Jake Owen. And uh, my wife going, oh, my God. there? I said, Who? I said, who is this? She's like, that's Jake Owen. And I'm like, who's Jake Owen? She's like, the guy that opened up. I'm like, okay, whatever. So he comes out there, and he's taking pictures of all these girls. And I'm in line with my wife to take her picture with this guy. And all of a sudden, he looks down and sees those boots, Brian. And he goes, dude, those are some fucking badass boots. And uh, <laughs> and he like totally starts starts kayfabing all these girls. He walks over to me and he goes, he goes, man, I I I got to know where you got those boots from. And I told him, I said, well, I got them in Texas. <laughs> uh had them custom made and blah 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 and he goes man what's the name to He Goes, i'm getting me a pair of those i'm like yeah well they're out of business he goes damn it he goes dude i'm swear that those are the most badass boots i've ever seen in my entire life and then his drummer goes those look like magnum ta's boots and i'm like what and then and then and then uh, and then jake goes who's magnum ta and he goes you don't know who magnum ta is he goes what the hell and uh you call so, yourself a country star? Right, right. So he's sitting there, and then, and then, uh, I, and I, so I pull, I pull him up. You know, so and and like, cause all, all he could see was just the, the feet. So I pull up my pants leg, let let him see the rest of them. He loses his mind, and he starts talking to me. And all these girls are in line waiting to get their picture taken. He goes, "All right," he goes, "Man, those are some badass boots." And he goes to walk away. My wife goes, "You just pissed off about thirty five women who's waiting to get their picture with this guy, and you talk to him about your damn boots." I'm like, "Yep, sure did." <laughs> And I thought that was pretty funny.
1: No, well, I disappointed more women than that. That I, yo, yeah, me too, Brian. I, I
0: was like, uh, you know, I didn't know who the guy was, and he's marking out for my boots. So now, now I like him, you know, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, man, those, the, yeah, those okay. boots are, those boots were cool. I, I've actually had three pairs of them over the years, and I've sold the other two pair to other people, but I still got the one pair that has my name down the side. I'll probably keep them for till I die. Yeah,
1: those are cool as shit. I saw a uh, Boogie got a brand new pair of the, it looks like the General Lee boots. Yeah, are cool I, I saw
0: those. Yeah, those, those, those were badass. I, I, I like how he incorporated the orange with the rebel flag and then the, his name down the side. That was really cool looking.
1: Yeah, he, uh, the, but he's got these little cankles in there. They're like about to bust out the Right, he has the same problem I have—the
0: middle-aged spread. You and me both, man. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, Davis. Davis, funny when 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 I first met Brian, he and I both were like 125 pounds. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it's about 25 now, years now. Ago. Now, that's how much your shadow weighs. Well, yeah, well, if I turned. I was. Well, back then, if I turned sideways and stuck my tongue out, I looked like a zipper. Yeah, that was pretty sick. <laughs> and and it was
0: funny because when when uh, Jackie introduced me to Brian, he's like, you know, this is this is Brian. He's gonna be doing. I said, I said, I said, I, I said, you look familiar. I think I know you. And Brian goes, Yeah, uh, I met you in jail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, that's my standard line. Yeah, <laughs> I have to tell people I don't I don't have a big I don't have a big dick, but I got small balls to go along with it. He does. <laughs> I love it. it. Looks like marble.
0: Now, now, so. now, uh, talking about dirty stuff. Let's let's talk about Fair Warning. When when did Fair Woman, uh, Fair Warning, uh, first get together?
1: Nineteen ninety six, and we haven't got together since. Yeah, we've been trying to get together ever since. But yeah, it started. I was in a band called Boys Not Out with a guy named Jimmy Nolan, uh-huh. and when that band fizzled out, uh, we wanted to form another band. And uh, we got together with a couple other guys, and, and that group kind of fell apart. And then we uh, locked up with a guy named Philip Brown, who played bass, and a guy named, uh, God, what was his name now? I can't even think. Oh, what was I thinking? Everett Simpson played rhythm guitar. And then I had a guy named Mike Watson on the drums. Mm-hmm. Well, that that group kind of splintered off, and then we ended up getting Mike's brother to play rhythm guitar. And then when that one splintered off, I got a guy named Dennis Pennington to play bass, and he was with me for like 13 years. They were trying to get Dave Baker, but I wasn't available. Well, we were trying to avoid Dave Baker, but it's kind (laughs) of like herpes. But uh, no, and then Dave's been with me for about 10 years now, going on eleven, And uh, it's just, I, I don't know, man, it's just... Once Jimmy Nolan left, after four years, Jimmy Henson came in. I traded one Jimmy for another Jimmy, and he's been with me Here's for 20 Jimmy. years. And uh, our drummer, Chris, has been with us for 16 years. Uh, but wow. no, it's mind only. His body's been dead for years. Yeah, so. 13 years he's been playing. 16 years he's been in the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I... He provides, I, uh, I, what is it? I don't know what he provides. Moral I don't sports? know. <laughs> I thought it was oral support. Oral support, yeah, that's what he
0: thought Yeah, oh well, that's great. I remember the the first time that I actually came and watched you guys play. I was, excuse oh, me, good. I was going through a, I was going through I'm one. Sorry,
1: of, we're not going to give you your
0: money back. Oh, that, that's okay. Hey, I, 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 I had a good time. So I was getting over one of my many divorces, and my one of, <laughs> my my, my uh, best friend from high oh, school goes, you. "Listen, I'm gonna get you out of the house. Okay, you got to get out of the house." He goes tonight fair warning is planet riders and 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 I'm bringing you and I'm like, I don't Trevor know, man, will be cleared. I'm like, I don't know if I want to, you know? And so finally I say, okay, fine, let's go. So off we go. Yeah. And I see Brian and Brian, you know, he greets me. Hey man, I ain't seen you since the wrestling days. I'm like, yeah, no, uh, going through a divorce. Well, well, I'm and, and you, you said, well, that's good because not you getting laid or whatever it was. You say it was funny, but, um, but 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 on my way there, my uh, friend tells me, he goes, man, you're gonna love coming to, these fair Warner, to, to this Fair Warning show tonight. And I said, uh, I said, yeah, I said, I said, Brian, I said, man, I said, I hadn't, I hadn't heard the, the band play, but I mean, Brian used to ring that for me, and, and he's funny as hell. He goes, no, that he goes, the band's good, but here's the deal: when Fair Warning comes to riders, the ratio to women is five to one. He's like, so, so, he's like, right. He's like, so, he's like, so if, if, if you come to Riders and fair warning is playing and you don't get laid you're a ugly motherfucker. I was like, okay, so here we go. So off I we go. the,
1: uh, the ratio of underwear on my mic stand is 5-1. Hey, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> yeah, I think we've seen more breaths at Riders than we've had probably the rest of our career combined. Yeah. Right?
0: Man, I tell you, I well, miss... Well,
1: one lady that that'll remain nameless uh, that we used to go play a lot at in a certain town, um, she, it was the the owner was the husband and the wife and then the sister they they all kind of worked together and mm-hmm. um they were there when we played last and uh she um showed them a few times oh yeah oh yeah uh,
0: got love got love some boobies at a rock concert um but 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 yeah, yeah that,
1: some that, of them but we see, we have seen a lot that we didn't want to see either
0: oh yeah, yeah. I, i've been but there before too
1: a writer.
0: Man, you know, you know that, that that's that's the thing about riders. I remember th- this 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 specific night that I'm talking about. I get there, and uh, my friend Alton and a couple of his buddies decided they're going to get me messed up. Well, uh, Jackie was there. I remember seeing Jackie. I saw. I I remember seeing him. I don't oh, remember yeah. talking to him. But uh, but about halfway in, Jackie goes, "Dang, you're a little messed up, aren't you?" I'm like, I, "I don't know, am I?" And then I remember him asking Alton, "What's he drinking?" And Alton goes, "Kamikaze shots." So, they were buying me kamikazes, uh, get me screwed up, and uh, and Brian's Hell out yeah. and and you guys are out there, but the funniest thing ever, I'm sitting there on, on the way to the show, you know, he's he's, he's building it up, he's going, you know, riders is this, and the ratio wins five to one, and, and girls don't ask, you ain't got to ask no girl to dance, they're going to ask you, and I'm like, you're full of crap. And sure enough, 10 minutes in, I'm ha- having a few shots, and this woman comes over to me, and she's like, you want to dance? And I look around, and I'm like, you talking to me? Yeah well Man. well for the last i don't know six years um i was married well my wife was married i wasn't married because i was i thought i was rick flair which which is why she's my ex-wife now anyway but that's a whole different story for the yeah, different exactly. podcast right so but anyway i'm like okay so uh i start okay. dancing with her and you know she's grinding on me and everything we're having a good time and and uh you guys were playing a journey song i do remember that so we're slow dancing and And she's like, uh, so you're married? I'm like, eh, I'm going through a divorce. She's like, oh, okay. I said, uh, you here with your girlfriend? She's like, "Mm, no. And I was like, oh, okay. So we're still dancing, and she's grinding on me some more. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? And uh, so I said, uh, so you here by yourself? She's like, no, I'm here with my husband. He's right there. He gets off watching me dance with other guys. (laughs) I'm like, good grief. (laughs) So
1: I struck struck out on that one.
0: Yeah, I struck out on that one, yeah. but, but man, but, but you
1: know, any, anytime we went, to look, we went to go play at a club that will remain nameless and the bartender gave me her phone number. And then somebody told me, well, you know, she's married to the DJ. And I was like, no, I didn't know that. And then when I said something to her later on, uh, I said, yeah. So somebody said, you're married to the DJ. She said, don't be cop block.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And I went. I said, oh, okay. So uh, she said, he does his thing, I do my thing. So I'm like, okay, cool. So while we're playing in between songs, I'm texting her at the bar, and she's texting me back. Mm -hmm. Well, I get a call the next day because this guy who was a friend of the DJ, he's some bodybuilder, talking about, yeah, I'm going to beat your ass because you were uh, all all over my my buddy's girl. And I said, dude, think about it. How am I going to text her unless she gave me her phone number? Right. It doesn't make sense unless she gave me her number. How can I text her? So, needless to say, we didn't play there again. Oh, yeah, man, what that's a do. Mm.
0: Uh, s- issue Sanford. S- speaking, <laughs> hey, <laughs> speaking totally of good. speaking of fun bars, Brian, take me back, okay? Yeah. Uh, I know, I know, it was in Graham, but there was a big bar in Graham that I brought my wrestling. You bought, you brought Fair Warning, and we were doing like a co. Um, deal Uh, that night oh. do you remember that what, what What was the name of that place well, I know
1: that,
0: uh, the, the owner killed himself I do know that but I don't remember the name of the oh, bar oh that was
1: uh, uh 154
0: yes that's it that's it yeah. yeah yeah. that
1: was that place used to kick ass man that was like another riders
0: oh yeah but, back in the day but a lot bigger I remember that 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 place yeah, was huge yeah killer man because he, he had that bar then down the street he had that other little bar the wagon wheel or something like that was that what it was called the wagon?
1: Yeah, he opened up the second one, and then I don't know what happened between him and his wife but they, yeah, he ended up committing suicide. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a wagon wheel club in every town, isn't
0: there? I'm telling basically. you, basically.
1: Town I grew up in, there was a wagon wheel.
0: That's crazy. So, so besides writer, yeah. I, I know we got, I know we got tons of stories from writers, but. uh all the nights all, of, of you guys being being on tour and all this, what what is the craziest thing that you ever seen uh, someone do in the, oh, in the crowd?
1: In the crowd? In the well, I tell you what, forget the crowd. What What's that? the
0: craziest thing Brian's done on stage?
1: <laughs> uh, I think my my favorite thing, and Jackie still talks about this, is there was like an eighty year old woman in the crowd at Riders, uh-huh. and I had a this suction cup dildo that I would take out and I was sticking it on Dave's guitar. Like so it would hang right where his dick was at. Right. So I would take it off and then I went up on the banister of the little rally. And this 80 year old woman, I was smacking her across the face, like left and right. like paint <laughs> her With this dildo. And she had her mouth wide open, like ah, 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 and she was eating it up and like smiling ear to ear. And I Jackie was crying. He was like laughing his ass off. And I was like, he's like, dude, I don't know how you do that shit. I was like, I don't know. It just hit me to, like, paintbrush her across the face with it. But she loved it. I mean, she was I, – I also got a spy, I got us barred from Ham's in, uh, in uh, – what was it? Off Wendover? Because I stuck <laughs> – yeah, I stuck that dildo on the window while we were playing in the restaurant. And there was kids in there. We did that? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got us barred from – so, yeah. he, he, he used to whip those dildos out. <laughs> the funny thing about it was we used to have this car. Actually, the front of a truck. Oh, yeah. It was like a 52 Ford Apache. Yeah, 58. Yeah, 58 Ford Apache, and it was like a light blue color. Uh-huh. And the hood opened up. There wasn't anything in it. It was just the front end of it. And we had some wheels that would go up underneath. And I remember the first night that we climbed inside of that because we thought it would be cool to climb because we had a big sheet that went in front of the stage and that dropped later on. And we climbed inside because it was huge in there. And me, Jimmy, and Brian. And we're in there waiting for somebody to announce us. And I swear to God, Brian said, Nobody fart. And it wasn't four seconds later, I went, <laughs> <laughs> And we had to stay in there until they called us. <laughs> that wasn't the worst part. <laughs> that wasn't the worst part. I'm getting <laughs> that. Okay. So then, when we're playing, girls would come up and dance on the truck, on, the, on hood. the hood. Oh, wow. And this one particular girl, she climbed up on the hood on her knees facing the drummer, Chris, and those dildos are laying all over the place. Well, Brian had this smaller gray one. Yeah, it had a suction cup. had a suction cup on it. And um, I remember somebody yelling at me on stage from behind, Dave, Dave! And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I turn around and look and there's Chris pointing at this girl who had this denim skirt on who had pulled her drawers to the side. <laughs> Thank God <laughs> she had some on. <laughs> yeah. And so she was going to town on herself with that dildo. Oh, my God. Now, know. nobody could see this. Nobody could see what was going on because she had a yeah, back crowd. At the right. So Me over. and Chris are just sitting there watching it. And after everything is over, the dildo falls to the floor on the stage and we're all like, wow, did you see that? Brian still doesn't have a clue what's going on. So later on, he comes up on the stage and he grabs it laying close to the edge of the stage. And he's walking around smacking himself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and she just got done abusing herself. Oh, that my thing. Lord. Yeah. Was, and then I asked him, I said, when we told him what happened, he tried, tried to wash his beard. Off. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I asked him what he did, and he said he took it home and put it in the dishwasher. Yeah, and it melted. I melted. a dildo in the dishwasher. My wife got mad. Explain hey, that, hey, your wife. Good He's thing. Like, well, don't ever put that shit in my dishwasher.
0: Good. Uh, <laughs> it's and it's a good thing that and the we cro- saw
1: that girl. Maybe a what? A couple months? Maybe a month later. Yeah, we saw her at a different club, and she walked up to she us. Remember And she told us, she "Don't say that," because she was with her boyfriend.
0: Oh and my god! We told her
1: everything that happened. She was drunk as hell that night. Yeah. That was a Motley Crue story there. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I was about to say it the hurt. last time I saw something like that was at a Motley Crue concert in Greensboro. <laughs>
1: yeah. Did you did you go to the crew concert? You do you remember when they first got back together and they played in Greensboro on a Tuesday night? Yes. And they went but about they went about four thousand people. I mean, I drove all I'm about I drove all the way to the front, like where the wow. steps were, you know, like on a two, I, it was like eight o'clock. And I said, did they cancel this thing? Cause there wasn't hardly nobody there. And that was when Nikki six, remember when he started throwing the waters and yes. trying to fight that security guard. Yes. And, yes yeah. I, I was there.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was at that show too. That, and that, that blew me away. Um, and, and I, I didn't think that that after that happened, that they would ever play, Uh, Greensboro again but they did and I think it was in uh, 2003 uh, when they done their Red White and Crew tour um Right, and that that was a show where Tommy Lee comes out with the TD cam, and for like thirty five minutes he goes around the oh, Greensboro yeah, Cause. Colise- yeah, did a did a. Yeah, we did that. And on 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 that show, uh, he's going around getting pictures of. Uh, and and the story you told about the girl the dildo reminded me of this. So he's uh, going <laughs> going around the Coliseum getting pictures of all these girls' boobs, right? And then he, he comes up to this girl in the front row, and he goes, "Guys, you're gonna love her. I've been watching her all night." And she's like pointing down to the, to the floor and he puts the camera down and she pulls up her skirt and she had a tattoo of a rose on her, on her, on her lip. And she was masturbating with one of his drumsticks. And he was like, Whoa. And he pulled, he pulled the camera away really quick, but he left it there long enough where you could see what she was doing. And, um,
1: Oh, man. oh yeah,
0: and after that he he put the camera away. He's like, "All right, guys." He said, "Now the titty cam is now officially the pussy cam," and uh, and then <laughs> and, and, and that was it. And then then he started playing again. But man, for like thirty five minutes, he went around the Coliseum getting girls, to po- and they were, like drop of a hat put the camera on them. Boom, they came out. It was like little titties, big titties, oh. fat titties, ugly titties. I mean, they, they, I've oh, yeah. yeah. never seen that many titties way. in my life. It was it was it was insane, but. Yeah. But, uh, but now –
1: Yeah, we, we, we heard a story at New, uh, on New Year's Eve at Riders that went something like that, but not.
0: That, well, go ahead and tell the story. Yeah, the story. yeah I want to hear a story because I missed that show. short
1: version is these two girls come back in the back and they oh, get yeah. a free T-shirt. Well, as we're about to describe how one of two ways you can get a free T-shirt, these two chicks dropped to the floor and stopped doing each other back in the band. Room. Yeah, laying on the ground. Like oh, right my gosh. In our dressing room.
0: Yeah, George yeah,
1: Ryder was right outside <laughs> the door. My my son was uh, a roadie at this time. He couldn't have been more than 17, and everybody backed up against the door so nobody's old lady would come back there. And my son is stuck back there in the room on the steps just looking down like, oh my God. <laughs> oh gosh and i'm thinking yeah your your mom would be so proud <laughs> you yeah, ruined him for life
0: i'll i'll never forget yeah, uh, the- you talk about a, a young kid like that i was in uh charlotte uh, watching a poison concert up in the grass and in the oh, grass yeah. and the grass there is talk. where the party's at you you guys know that so i'm up there and yeah, uh and right. right beside me is this woman busting her tits out and there's like there's like this little kid. Well, so I gotta tell the story because this story kind of helped get me close to my first divorce. So I so saw I'm there, and 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 Brian and I, and I don't know Brian if you remember this, but when whenever you guys were coming uh, and you ring ringing out for me, my wife at the time was a preacher's daughter. So imagine, tri- imagine <laughs> tri- Tony being married to a preacher's daughter. Hey, yeah, it was- so anyway, yeah. So me and my buddies are at this Poison concert, and there's tits going out everywhere. Well, this is old school, you know. It ain't like it is now. So I got a camera, and I'm taking pictures of all these. And I got this one picture of as a, as the flash is going off. There's this big like double D titty, and right beside that titty is like I don't know a ten year old kid. And his mouth is wide open like, ah, yeah. oh, you know, like shock. I get the picture. Boom. Get hungry. So anyway, I'm, I'm taking all these pictures of all these titties, you know, and, and I come home from the concert, and I put the camera away. Forget all about it. Two months <laughs> go by. I come home from, from the road. I'm, I was a traveling salesman. I come home from the road. My wife is pissed, and she's like, you have mortified me. You have embarrassed me. What, what, what are you talking about? look at this and she throws these pictures down on the coffee table and the bad thing was she had taken that role that she went went into my office and got my camera she thought she'd do me a favor and go develop and go, go go get all my pictures developed but the bad thing was was the girl that developed the pictures also went to the church that we went that we went to and was good friends with my wife and so when so whenever she has so i'm like i didn't take those pictures Mark and Kenny took them. Oh yeah, we well, explain this picture. And here's a picture of me with my thumb up in the air and a titty beside of me. <laughs> I was done. Oh, uh, a couple I'm months glad later. You said in the air. Oh yeah, man, <laughs> that was crazy. But that was a good old days. But
1: yeah, I he was heavy thumb somewhere else. Yeah, I would have had my up. Nothing in those pictures underdeveloped. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, baby, I
0: didn't do it. You know. But anyway, I, I couldn't lie my way out of that Yeah, It was it, the
1: one on men.
0: Like it, I it wasn't me. I was like, "What me? Oh yeah, well, yeah, tell it. me this one." I was like, "Oh man, I was embarrassed." Well, I wasn't embarrassed. I was just like, I didn't have nothing else to say except I was busted. And oh, uh, about three months later, she divorced me.
1: Yeah,
0: nothing like being busted. No, I mean, at that you point,
1: a, you've always been a. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, I, I was gonna say yeah. Once when you caught red handed, ain't nothing else you can do but say yeah. You caught me.
1: Yeah, I just come clean. That's right. You've always been uh, since I've known you. You've always been a huge like Motley Crue fan, Poison fan. I mean, like just like me. I've seen, I've seen the crew. I think nine times, ten times, and I've seen Kiss nine times, Poison like ten times, mm-hmm. Death Leopard four times. I mean, if I go to a concert, nine times out of ten, it's going to be an 80s band. Are you still like that now? Yeah, I'm
0: still like that. I, I, You know, all this new stuff, I have no clue. I don't listen to any any stuff. If, it's, <laughs> it, felt like if it ain't from the 80s, I don't know nothing about it.
1: I think we did a role re- reversal. I think the interviewer became... It, it so seems that way, don't it? <laughs> that's just how good I am. That's right. right. Which roles on you. So, uh, when sure. you're uh, <laughs> going to see a band... Uh, I feel like... mean, oh, well... Role play, but not with dudes. But I mean, not right. anymore. I'm out of prison. No, Brian said that uh, he turned down a uh, a threesome last weekend. Yeah, uh, because it would have been just him and two other dudes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would I would
0: have turned that one down too, Brian.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, at the time, you know, he says he's not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yeah, I mean, I got a candy bar out of it.
0: Hey, yeah. at least you got something sweet out of the deal. <laughs> yeah. So now,
1: camera uh, says if another dude's blowing me, why does that make me gay?
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. So now, uh, <laughs> well, so so uh, so when you guys are out playing, like like what 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 is y'all's favorite venue to, to go play?
1: Places that pay it. Yeah, you, yeah. Right now, yeah, we've been together so long. It's like, yeah. I mean, we've got a few places like After Hours and High Point is like one of our top places now. I mean, we always. That's you know. We, we went away from there for years and years, and we recently came back last year. And, uh, strong. Yeah, strong. Yeah, we've had great crowds every time we play there. And believe it or not, there's a club in Thomasville that used to be the old Connolly's yeah. called Alibi. Man, we pack that place out every time we play. I mean, it was, and it's not the same people. It's not like, you know, right. uh, Riders was our home for over 20 years, and now that it's gone, you would think that those people – would follow us to a different places, but now it's different, you know, different people. Yeah. So everywhere you play, you've got, you know, their own little home flavor, you know, like we just played in Rockingham last week. We got a great following down there. So we're one of the few bands. Well, I mean, we're very lucky, man. We've had loyal fans for 20 years. I mean, people come up to me and they're like, Hey man, I met my wife at your show and I don't know if they're going to punch me or hug me. You know, I'm like, <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one guy came up and this really bothered me, man, at Riders. He came up and he said, Hey, man, I just wanted to tell you like 16 years ago, I met my wife right here at one of your shows. And I was like, Oh, man, that's awesome, dude. He said, Yeah, she just passed away. And I was like, Oh, oh God. I was like, Dude, I am so sorry. He's like, No, don't. He said, Because we loved you guys and I'm here tonight, yeah. you know, celebrating her, you know. And I was like, Well, that's awesome, dude. And, he wanted us to play – I can't remember. He wanted us to play some slow song. Probably not Yeah, either. probably not through Loving You, which is one of our originals that it's probably – we get the most requests for that song yeah. than anything yeah. else we do. But, you know, that's stuff like that. And, I, and to see some of these people – I mean, they've got kids now that are like 20 years old that are coming out to see us, you know. And I was some like – Some 20-something girl had come up to me one time, and she said, you playing Fair Warning? And I'm like, why, yes, I yes do. I do. I and she says you're my mom's favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, you talking about, uh, having erectile dysfunction. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That'll do it. Okay. I mean, I've gone into Walmart, you know, just to get a, a box of cereal. Okay. And the ladies, yeah, that too. And the lady's kneeling down, restocking the, the cereal aisle. Oh, I like who the works there. And, uh, I said, Oh, excuse me. I just need to grab this cereal and I get maybe five feet away from her, and she said, so when are you guys coming back to Riders? And I stopped getting <laughs> on my track, and before I could turn around, I just kind of looked down at the floor like, damn, I almost made it out of here. Yeah, and almost. she says, that's right, I know who you are. And I'm thinking, you know, a long time ago, it would have been really cool <laughs> for that to happen. But, yeah. you know, a lot of times at the gas pump in the store, you do have fans that come up, and and they're awesome, don't get me wrong. But. A lot of times you're just trying to get in the store and out and not a 20-minute phone call. But then I had to explain, uh, yeah, Brian doesn't really sleep with dildos. He hasn't really been to prison. Speak for yourself. And uh, even people will come up to Brian's wife when they when she comes out to the show and go, yeah. oh, it must be hilarious living with Brian. And he's like, yeah, like, he's, nah, he's a an asshole in real life. it's it's funny how people will think you're you're the person like movie stars for example they think think you're the person that you are on stage or on screen or whatever and then they meet you and they go well you're you're not like that at all
0: right (laughs) believe it
1: or not i'm very quiet at home
0: yeah that's me like you know when when i go out and i do my wrestling i'm i'm always play the i'm i'm always the heel and i can always piss the crowd off and get them going and Make them hate me, but then, right. but then, whenever people you know meet me, they're like, "Man, that Tony, he's a really nice guy." Like, how how can you be so mean and you and you're, you're so nice and you're so quiet? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, being on being being in the ring that that's my outlet. That's that's my time to get all the bullshit out. Yeah, that's and, your you know, job. Yeah, and and I enjoy it. And usually, and, if
1: I make them mad at the show, it's because the, it was the husband. saying, you bring my old lady, man. And I'm like, yeah, so what? I'm not the only one. <laughs> if
0: wasn't, yeah, right. yeah, I wasn't first in line, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I was number three, mother. But yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, I, I know, I know, I know when you guys are out playing, it's it's a good time, and 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 like you say, be, being able to like you know being out in public and 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 seeing people come up to you and and know who you are, I I think that speaks yeah. volumes of 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 who your band is and how and how good your band is because. Um, you know, I know a lot of people that are in bands, and, and you know they they don't get nothing like that. They're like you know, people don't don't even know yeah. who they are. Yeah, you that's know?
1: what everybody. That is true. Well, we're one of the few, man. I mean, I'm not trying to you know ring our own bell or blow our own horn because if I could blow my own horn, I wouldn't be uh-huh. here right now. Uh-huh. But I mean, we do go out and we talk to the crowd. We go out uh-huh. on break. We, we interact. We, Lord knows, I've heard everybody's problems from like when I go to Ryder as soon as I walk in. I got to hear about everybody's operation. I got to hear about yeah. mechanical problems on their car. I've got to, for some reason, it's like I'm the bartender preacher. I mean, everybody tells me their problems. Yeah. It's like I'm like, oh, I hate to hear that. Oh, I'm glad you're here. Thank you for coming. One guy came up to me and told me one night that um, he was a musician and played guitar, um, but he had been playing that long. And he said, after he said, man, after watching you, I'm switching to bass. And I I wasn't sure how to process that, but we have musicians all the time come up to us and said, man, what are you playing through? Or what kind of guitar are you playing? And man, you rock that, whatever it is, the guitar, the bass, the drum. And it's, it's nice to know that you can go out and the, uh, the people, the regulars, if you will, they'll have a great time and dance and sing along. But then there's the musicians that come along and, some shape, form, or fashion, you've inspired that person to, you know, because there were people that inspired me that were both professional bands and local bands that I would go see at clubs and stuff. But, um, but it was kind of nice to be a part of that person's journey in right. music.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. To uh, help helping develop
1: their style. And it's right. the same thing with the wrestling, too. You know, it's the same. Yeah, you know, I've done that, too. and. Yeah. You know, my biggest dream and Boogie let me do it is, you know, I wrestled him in a cage match one time and that was cool as shit. Of course I always have to be the babyface, but I don't like I wanted to be the bad guy. Dave, you know, I wrestled Billy Creason, who's a singer from another band uh-huh. at Riders and I tried to be the bad guy but everybody kept cheering me. So I was like I was trying to insult the crowd and everything, but they were just laughing at me. I know. So I know uh, how hard it is to be a heel.
0: Yeah, it's it, <laughs> it, it, it's it's definitely. But but for me, like like I remember a long time ago when I first started wrestling. Um, you know, I I didn't know like I see I see how the wrestlers did on TV. I didn't understand how when they when they walk through the curtain, the heels are already yelling at the crowd, pissing them off. I didn't I didn't get that part. Yeah. Until later on, yeah. um. But then once I got it, I'm like, shit! It's so much easier to be the bad guy. Than to be the baby face yeah. because as the heel y- 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 you don't really have to work that hard you just walk out and you just find somebody in the crowd and and you start picking on them and then and then and then when they start feeding back then then you know you- you're doing your job but as a baby face you walk out you clapping i mean there, there- there's not a whole lot you can do to get them on your side other than if that heel yeah. is-, is good you know but as a heel it's so much yeah. easier it's so much easier to be bad and and i'll never forget brian you probably remember this, Dave's motto. Yeah, but uh, at at Rock and Jacks, uh, the first time, that, the very first show we ever done there, like the crowd had no clue who we were. Who, who the only wrestler they knew was Jimmy Valiant. So my job, I had to get out there right. and get Jimmy going, but I had to let let the crowd know who I was. So I walk out. Yeah. Rock and Jacks had had only been open for just you know a month or so. And I walk out, and I'm like, "Hey, how you how, how you guys doing?" The crowd's kind of uh they, they they don't they don't know what to say yet because they don't understand what's happening. And I said, "Well, I was in the back talking to to uh, to to Jack, and he was he was telling me that since this place has been open tonight, this is the first time he's had this many people in this building. Uh, so so give you you know give yourselves a hand. You guys broke a record." And I'm smiling. And they all, everybody, there was like a hundred some people at that time in in Rock and Jacks, and they're up there clapping. And I said, "Yeah, y'all broke a record, all right." The first time he had this much white trash in one building at one time. And they, oh. from from <laughs> from there, it was Ooh. just like they hated me. And I start talking shit about Jimmy Valiant, and and off we go. And man, it was just uh, it, it was easy though, you know, because I used that psychology.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. now, yeah. The building that place is still standing, right?
0: Oh yeah, I you know I drove by there uh, on a few months back and saw it, and even still has a sign Rock and Jacks. So I took a picture. That's
1: what I'm here. Yeah, took
0: I took a picture, and then I sent and, and I tagged Jackie on Facebook, and I said, "Man, thank you for giving giving us uh, guys a place to wrestle and uh, to to live out our yeah. dreams." And but man, we had so so much so much good times there at Rock and Jacks.
1: Jackie was the was the first guest that we Brian and I had on our podcast. Oh, really? Uh, he came in and, and yeah, yeah, he was our first guest. He came in and, you know, shared a lot of, uh, uh, you know, days of old uh, stories. And, because, uh, you know, Brian and I were talking one day and, and we said, you know, wouldn't it be great if, if we could share stories from the road, you know, like, because, you know, the best stories are like on the way to a gig or on the way home from a gig. Bro. Yes, yes. And, Same uh, with wrestling. We said, well, how can we do that? And then... I don't know. A day or so later, Brian calls me up and he said, "Hey, let's do a podcast." And then next thing you know, we somehow we put it together with some equipment that we got had laying around, or had a pawn shop, or whatever, and, and just got some stuff. And and then we did it for what three, four years. Uh-huh. The hard part was trying to get people to actually come on and like yeah. promote their stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. I we had to problem. beg
1: people to come. Comfort- yeah, it's yeah. like I'm like what you don't believe in your own product and they're like, "Well, I don't know, man, you know, we had the guy, we 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 interviewed like all the local people around here. We did the guy from Tantric, yeah. We did the guy, the lead singer from Candlebox, we did yeah, Kevin uh Martin. Who else did we do? Uh, uh Perry, Perry Richardson. Richardson from Firehouse. Yeah. Oh, wow, we nice. We did uh who knows? a bunch of we did some uh Ronnie Shirley and Amy Shirley from Lick and uh-huh. oh, and don't forget we had Billy Creason. Oh, we had Billy Joe Creason. We had, he, he said, who? no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we had to the, the one and only, Hey, the bookie man, Rob McBride baby. <laughs> you know what's funny is we were interviewing Jackie and a bunch of other people at this big event at after hours with a lot of different people were there. And we had a lot of musicians. We had some of the black glass guys come over anyway. So we're talking to uh, Jackie Wilson and the master of ceremonies at this event was Billy Crescent. Oh, and nice. uh, Billy had come over and stuck stuck his head in on the interview, you know, and said, hey, and he said whatever it was he, he said. And and Jackie just kind of turns and looks at him. He says, Billy, how much goddamn attention do you fucking need? <laughs> 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 That's really great.
0: Shut up and walked
1: off. I was like, "Oh my god, you didn't just
0: do that." That's, but uh, yeah, but you know that was, that was Jackie. I mean, Jackie's <laughs> one of a kind, and 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 Jackie's like that. Like he would say stuff, and like you would. Now I got to tell you a funny story about Jackie. So one night I'm up rocking Jacks, and I had never, I had never seen Jackie's daughters. So I'm up there, and I'm talking to Jackie and dropping off some flyers because I'm about to do a show. And his daughters start, you know, they're pulling in the parking lot. And I'm like, hey, there come a couple of hot blondes. I'm going to talk to them. And Jackie goes, eh, that's my daughters. So I'm uh-huh. like, oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I was about to go mac on his daughter right in front of him. I, f- I felt like an asshole at that point. It's like, yeah, you, you, want, you want me to take them flyers back with me now, Jackie? <laughs> He's like, no, I mean, it's okay. It that, was, that was a Dave move. Yeah,
1: that was a dave <laughs> right there. I was like, Is you
0: breathing? Hey. I was like, Hey, but yeah, well, it was, at least you still warm. That was hilarious. But,
1: I don't know. I think Brian's got me beat when he met, uh, Chris's mom and sister. Oh yeah. You got to tell that story. What oh, we were, I could, well, Chris's, uh, we, I've only met his mom and sister. They're, they're from Orlando, Florida and they came down once. I've only met them once. No. And, uh, I can't remember how it went down, but they came up and introduced themselves. And how, what did I say? Uh, you walked up to the to the to the sister and basically introduced yourself and said, uh, "You know, I've been your friends son, with your son. Yeah, for, I've been friends with your son for all these years." And blah blah. blah. And I, was to I thought the sister was his mom, and the mom. was his sister. Oh no! And the mom was flattered. She was all happy, but the sister wasn't too happy with me. We were playing at Hooters outside, and uh, it was crazy because I mean we had a killer crowd, and all of a sudden Hooters didn't get a permit for us to play. So we played like an hour, and then all of a sudden the cops came and shut us down, and we still got paid for the full gig. But oh, that's nice. Yeah, that was one of the times when yeah, that was one of the times when I opened my mouth, stepped on my dick there. But we had a guy die at one of our shows. Yeah, oh no, are you we serious? Yeah, we yeah. played up in Virginia, and this guy who looked like Dusty Rhodes and bibbed over all. Yeah, he had the whole thing. He was sitting there. and We started at nine thirty, and at nine o'clock, he he'd been drinking all day there while we were setting up. We got there at six, and uh, he stood up, hit the floor, and was laying there unconscious. So they brought in the paramedics, the firemen, and they worked. yeah, they, were, yeah, they worked on him, worked on him. They did the whole damn you know where you. You do the the little things, the suction, you know, on the Uh, chest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the fibrillator, the guy died right there. Needles in his leg. Oh, my gosh. And he was pronounced dead. Yeah, and then we had to go on at 9.30. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) people were pulling in the parking lot, and they see fire, rescue, EMS, uh, you know, all of that. And they don't know if it's a shooting, a stabbing. They don't know, so they... uh, you know, turn around and uh, I fuck goes the opposite direction. Yeah, you know, we drove all the way up there and it was for the we played for the doors, so we made like twenty bucks. Yeah, I think it was seventeen dollars a piece.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. After gosh. driving all
1: the way to Virginia. And then we're telling this story on our podcast and somebody said, Oh my God, sir, how was the rest of the night after all that happened? And Brian without thinking said, Oh, it was dead all night <laughs> And we went, Oh, oh my <laughs> God I mean it was Oh my god. Yeah, that's that once yeah, again, yeah, I'm surprised the mail didn't, you know, come in from that guy's family. But, oh, uh yeah, we, we've had some interesting stuff happen over the years. Yeah, we could go on and on. And trust me, and we usually oh, we do.
0: Oh, yeah, I love it. You, you know, uh, Brown, I, I don't know if, if you were at this show at Rockin' Jacks, but maybe you were. But, um so I had this show at Rockin' Jacks, and a famous wrestler, which I'm not going to say his name, but. He was supposed to be. In, he was supposed to be at this show because right now I'm 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 in good with him, so I don't want to piss him off. But but he he I was. Spo- I
1: know
0: who it was. I'm, I'm sure you do. Uh, he had blonde hair. Was but, hey
1: baby, let me tell you something. We're coming to Rock Jacks, baby. We're gonna be live and live in color. Tell him about it, Robert. <laughs>
0: hey, there you go. Was it him? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so, exactly. So 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 he was supposed to be been there, and you know we're waiting the show. The bell time was supposed to be seven thirty, so I'm waiting seven thirty. He's not here yet. I'm like, hey, let's give a little bit longer. Jackie goes, yeah, it'd be okay. The the crowds out there are buying beer. they're good, whatever. So all of a sudden, now if you remember, Rock and Jacks was small, so us wrestlers, yeah, we, you know, I, I'd have the, the U-Haul truck it parked out back, and we would all change in the U-Haul truck and then come through the back door into the into the um, into the bar. Well, I hear this like glass break and people screaming, and I'm like, what in the hell's going on back there? And next thing I know, um, this. 250 pound woman comes around the building and she's foaming at the mouth and she's, hell, yeah. and she's screaming i'll kill all you, you know? and she's wearing these spandex pants and so all my wrestlers are like what the hell is going on so we're, we're all out there and and she comes up there and she's like beating on on a couple of wrestlers chests and she's screaming and she goes in her pocketbook and she starts throwing tampons and all this stuff at everybody and what in the hell, hell is yeah. going on right and, uh, so then, um, as she's walking away, she turns around, she pulls down her pants and tells everybody to suck on this. And man, that was the biggest bush i ever seen in my life. Right. And one, Hell yeah. one of the guys goes, man, look like she had buckwheat in the head scissors and we're all dying laughing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden one, one of my rats would go, man, where's this blood coming from? And then the cops roll up and they take her to, you know, they take her down on the ground. Come to find out, uh, Rock, m- 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 remember Jackie's partner, Rock? Uh-huh, I know okay. Rock. Okay, so his old lady, so this woman punched her in the mouth, knocked her teeth out, and then came out back and started what? picking a fight. Yeah, yeah, because what happened, she came into the bar, and Rock's girlfriend told her that she had to buy a ticket or she couldn't come in, and she said, uh-huh. I'm, I'm here to drink. She said, well, you got to buy a ticket to come in. And she told her to leave, and they got into an altercation. And this fat ass woman punched her in the face and knocked her teeth out. Cops came. Hell yeah! My my star don't show up. the sh- the, the show don't start to nine o'clock, and none of the people left. They all stayed and watched the show, and we we salvaged it, and it was it was fun. But but I I I I, I wasn't sure if you were there for that one, or if you missed it, or if you remember it. But
1: I remember. Yeah, I remember it. I remember when I, I, I mean Jackie was talking about, you know, hey, are you coming up? Because I think we had to play that weekend. Yeah, yeah, I but think I wanted so. to come, but I did. Yeah, but I was... did get to live my dream. I got to manage uh, the Rock and Roll Express at uh, Thomasville now. High School. I'm at grade school. Oh, nice. And uh, Boogie called me up. Yeah, we were off one weekend, and Boogie said, hey, man, you want to come and meet Shane Douglas and, and Ron Simmons and – and uh, Ricky and Robert, I was like, uh, uh, yeah. So when I got there, we went in the back, and this is one of the craziest things. I was, as soon as we walked in, there was a guy who was trying to be Dusty Rhodes. He was a big, heavyset dude that had the boots and the black trunks, and he goes, "K Fabe K Fabe When I walk into the dressing oh, room, Lord. I am like, "Dude, I've I've had like eight matches. I know what I'm doing. Not really, but you know that. But anyway, <laughs> I can take a good asshole, but I don't know any moves. But I can take a good asshole. Brian can do it." But, uh, yeah, exactly. I just fall down I and mean, hit me and throw me out. But, uh, but, yeah, we went back there, man. We met Robert. And, and, I mean, uh, excuse me, Ricky Morton. And, God, he was so cool, man. He oh. was everything that I dreamed he would be. I mean, he was, like, telling jokes. Hey, let me tell you something. He talked about his wife. And, and Dave. Uh, Dave's not a huge oh, wrestling fan. But he loved it, man. This guy Ricky just kept spitting out like joke after joke after joke after. Oh stuff. man, His he's got turns. And he was like, "Oh my god, it's my wife." He said, "I can't fucking stand this bitch." Oh my god, this fucking. Co-. And he said, "Hey, sweetie. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. That yes. Is, okay. That, yeah, I love you too." Mm-hmm. That and he hangs Ricky. up at the phones. I can't fucking stand that goddamn. Bitch. <laughs> That's Ricky. And we yeah. fucking. Falling out, man. Yeah, he was telling these jokes. I mean, I've heard them a thousand times, but I was laughing my ass off anyway. It was killer.
0: I was, I was at a show one time with Ricky, right? We're in the corner. He and I are talking. He's telling me how crappy the wrestlers out out there are. And he's telling me, he goes, uh, goes, Tony, he goes, You know how many marks are here? And I said, How many? He looks around the dressing room. He goes, All but two, me and you. (laughs) He starts laughing. He's talking about the the wrestlers in the background marks, right? And then this this yeah. this, this African American wrestler walks in, right? And did, oh my God, I can't believe Ricky said this, but it was hilarious, right? So he's over there. He goes, hey James, come here. I want to talk. I want to talk to you. He's like, guys, come here. I want y'all to hear this story. You're gonna love it. He said. So, so James, goes, I want you to hear this, James. He said. So, uh, back in the 80s, he said, uh, you know, we'd be on the road, and you know, we uh, wouldn't be able to see our wives, and and we, of course, you know, there there were a lot of rats out. He says so. He, he said so I had good times then he goes but now I'm older you know I don't care about these rats you know they 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 I, I've I've had my time He said so there around the end of it when I uh he said a few weeks ago he said um, I was working for this promoter out in California He said, he's got me out there for 3 days He said I ain't seen my wife in 2 weeks I'm horny as hell I'm in this hotel ain't nothing else in this town to do so I thought I'm gonna rent a porno. He said, and and he's telling the story and he's building it up. Right. And it's so, and I'm believing it, but I know he's getting ready to get somebody with something. He's like, son, I read this porno. I read this porno. He goes, my God. He goes, I saw this black man, James. He looked just like you. That son of a bitch had a 20 inch dick. He said, I swear it looked just like you. (laughs) And James goes, yeah, yeah, it was me. He goes, yeah, but brother, the dick wasn't between his legs. It was in his ass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thought I was going to die.
1: <laughs> oh my god, we got to do that one.
0: <laughs> I didn't know what to say except I just started laughing my tail off. And Ricky's like, and James is like, oh, that's funny. And he walks away, but I could tell it pissed him <laughs> off. <laughs> but but what do you say? It's Ricky Morton. Hell yeah, that guy's a, that guy's a trip. Could could you imagine being? Yeah, now, you can't get mad at it, man. He's awesome. No, you can't. But could you imagine? Okay, just think about this for a minute. Fair warning, out playing music. And then, and, and it's 1987 or 86 when Ricky and Robert are really hot. Oh! And Ricky comes in to the place you guys are playing at, and he goes, "Oh, okay, guys, we get done playing, we're go, we're gonna go party." Could you imagine what that party would have been like?
1: Oh, dude, that would have been <laughs> awesome. My, we gosh. did have. Uh, I think there was what was the two guys that were in uh, TNA for a while. Uh, I think they were called the Naturals. It was Chase Owens. Oh, Chase Owens. Somebody. Yeah,
0: yeah, I knew you're talking about.
1: And. Yeah, there was two guys. One of them was brown-headed, the other one's blonde-headed, but they came to Riders one time, believe it or not. Yeah, oh, these nice. women were going crazy. Yeah, I was like, shit, they came and listened to us. I think we even gave them a shirt, if I'm not mistaken. They probably threw it out in the parking lot. Who knows? But oh, they friends,
0: they you know, uh, probably, yeah, they they knows, probably but, wore the TV. Oh, that would have been awesome! Yeah, they had to because you guys were more over than they were. No, I'm just joking. But but seriously, they were. Well, yeah,
1: at
0: that time, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling well, you.
1: Boogie wore a shirt on. He did uh, something on Channel. What was it? Channel 12 or something? Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, they had some big show. Uh, Matt Houston ran a show in Thomasville. Okay. And yeah. uh, Boogie wore a shirt on the news. Yeah. That oh, that's nice.
0: Cool. Yeah, that's 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 good advertising because you know everybody's watching that in the morning. You know.
1: Usually we just see them on the rack at Goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) We used to do the same on our podcast. I would go out and uh, go to all the Goodwills to find band shirts that people had donated. Local bands. And I called it it Goodwill hunting.
0: Oh, I love it. (laughs) I love that.
1: We would bring the shirts in like, hey, here's the shirt we're this week. It's, uh, you know, whoever toys or, you know, Uh quick quick tricks or, you know, whoever it was.
0: Oh, that's great! Now, um, I got another friend of mine that 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 is in the band. Um, I'm gonna see if you guys ever heard of them. Um, they're called Shun the Raven. You ever heard of that band?
1: Oh yeah, I've heard of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, I haven't
1: got to see them live because we play every weekend. But right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: The, I know they play all original stuff. I think. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I'm they do. To think
0: of the thing. Uh, When I hear them, they 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 uh, kind of remind me of um like Creed or somebody like that they, they kind of have that same oh, yeah. i think but
1: yeah it's uh yeah, yeah from what i hear everybody i mean they're they're a good band so yeah yeah yeah
0: they, I, yeah, I they got a pretty a good about following them. yeah I, i've never i never went and, and seen them play live but like i said they um uh, the the lead singer is one i know he he's actually my cousin's brother-in-law that's that's kind of how i met him and um and and i think he lives in thomasville too and so I was there was one day and he was like yeah your cousin told me you wrestle i'm in a band and I was like, "Oh, cool." And then like he he sent me a a YouTube video and I watched it. I was like, "Oh, yeah, they are, they're not bad." I'm like, "You ever heard of Fair Warning? He goes, yeah. Those guys are fucking crazy." And I was like, "Yep, they are." <laughs> so so he yeah, I it. know uh I kind of met Chad the drummer. Oh yeah, Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, he um uh, he, he he's actually on my Facebook. I I I send him messages sometimes too, but uh, but 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 it blows my mind about you know kind of if you look in the in the Carolinas, there's so many wrestlers that come from the Carolinas, and there's so many bands that come from the Carolinas that that, that have a lot of talent and and I and I think one of the reasons why it's so popular like that is because you know when from from, from like bigger cities you know like like California and places like that, it's like everybody gets everybody gets lost in the mix. But coming from the Carolinas, it's small. And and I think that's one of the reasons why so many people um are you know are, are successful coming from smaller towns. What what do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's probably uh, a valid point. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of uh, Dave and I both. I mean we we've seen a lot of bands, but I mean there's a lot of talented people around, and a lot of there's a lot of untalented, lot of un-talented <laughs> yeah. people too that are out playing every weekend, but it kind of waters down, you know, it's kind of hard for us to go in and ask for a certain amount of money when other bands will go in and play for 200 bucks, you know, but right. well, we'll, somebody will say, Hey man, how much do you guys ask for when you guys play at such and such a club? Because we would need to know what to ask for. And I'm like, you just started a band two weeks ago. Yeah. You've been playing yeah, two years. We've been playing 24 years yeah. you know, mm-hmm. or and, whatever. And the months. other thing is that, you know, when you play certain clubs, uh, you have reached a certain status. You know, it's a certain used status It used to be. used yeah. to be, not now. But now it seems like clubs will take in whoever will play for free or the door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, that kind of takes, you know, the bragging rights away from playing at those certain places. because, You know, to get into certain, some of those clubs back in the 80s was a big deal, mm-hmm. and especially to play there two nights. And now it seems like they're turning the, the really good bands away, so they can get a three or four hundred dollar band to come in. And uh, a lot of musicians are uh, up in arms about
0: that. Yeah, that's. I, I, you know, yeah. I I see that sometimes in wrestling. It's like like when I was promoting.
1: Yeah, you, it's the exact you, same thing. Like same they thing. They you, know, you to
0: take. god guy, just got
1: bucks. You know, you gotta drive five hours. You know, right. you're like.
0: Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Or, or like, 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 like these guys that just, just, they, they just got trained and they got boots and, and, and they, you know, for me when I, when I was starting out, I was just happy a promoter wanted, wanted to use me. It wasn't like, okay, yeah, exactly. I, 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 give, give me, give me two hundred fifty bucks, and I'm gonna come down. Have, have you been on TV? Yeah, you know who trained you, you know that kind of thing. It's crazy. So, so, so yeah. I I think it's neat how not not really neat, but uh, it's it's on both sides. It's from wrestling and in, in, in music too. So it's, it's like the, it's like the same shit, yeah. but just you know different platforms.
1: It's get, exactly the same. We I mean, get asked a lot. Where just this past week, um, a friend of mine on Facebook, um, her husband is not in good health. Mm -hmm. and they want to know if we do a benefit show. And you kind of have to tiptoe around that a little bit because, you know, out of respect for the the person that's sick or had an accident or whatever, you know, we can't cancel a paying gig to go do a free gig. And, you know, you don't want to say it like that. But, you know, a lot of people ask us about coming and playing a benefit show well they they see they come to riders and they'll or used to come to riders and they'll see 250 people there on a saturday night right yeah. but how could you ask people to come out on a sunday to see a band and to give money away you understand right. it's like people don't understand most people aren't going to say hey let's go out to riders and see fair warning on a sunday they're like well we'll do that but then they want us to give money too i don't care like nowadays people don't have extra money. I mean, no. they don't have a lot of extra cash. Actually have. now there's a lot of people right now. Who just don't really yeah. There's a lot of people now that don't have do a job at all. We just don't know what's going to happen because of this whole Corona thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's very scary. Right, you know, I, I work for a school and you know, when when you, when you, right now schools are closed, but thank goodness that, yeah. you know, the, the, the job I do there is year round. So, Uh, so I'm, I'm still, I'm still going to get paid. I'm not going to get laid off. I was told that today, which is good, but, but my wife, she runs a daycare and a lot lot of the parents are like, well, I'm not sending my kid because there's coronavirus. So if, if kids aren't coming, they're not getting revenue, so they can't stay open. Exactly. Um, So it's, it's really scary the way this thing is. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that next couple of weeks, you know, all this stuff will blow over and life would get back to normal again and fair warning could get back out there you and know, kick I, ass.
1: I, I, do, uh, I do some work with the Full Throttle Magazine and uh, do some ads and stuff. And I was talking to a guy today, Lincoln, and he was telling me about how many events are being canceled, how many sponsors and people who are putting their ads out are pulling their ads because, you know, if they're having a bike night on Thursday night, you can't advertise it because nobody's going to show up. And now it looks like they're shutting the places down. Yep. And, uh, and they said for the first time since 1999, the person that was going to be on the cover for this upcoming month, uh, edition pulled out. Wow. So, so everybody, I mean, it's not just schools and bars, man, I tell you, it's across the board.
0: Well, you know, I, and,
1: and it's it's, Staggering,
0: yeah, it's scary, and 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 this is another thing that I I saw online today, um, was uh you know WrestleMania is is the biggest wrestling event of the year, uh that's that's the big yeah. payoff, and this year they're doing WrestleMania at the training center, you know, no, yeah, with, no with, crowd, with no crowd, but they're doing the biggest event because they're still trying to, you know, to to get it out there. Um, but I mean, it's 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 crazy how 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 much this this coronavirus has affected the entire world.
1: Uh, God, who was it that contacted me? Brian was it? Kim Lee, the wrestler. Yeah. Um, he he contacted me about doing some stuff, and uh, when I contacted him, he said, uh, "You know, if you want to get some posters done." And he said they, they just keep canceling everything. So it looks yeah. like they're not even going to be able to, to continue with what they had. So it's amazing how uh, my son, he's on a lockdown in Virginia because he came down to visit North Carolina last week. And now he's uh, on a 14 day uh, quarantine because he came down to visit here. Wow. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's it's getting really close to the zombie apocalypse, man. I mean,
0: yeah. What's yeah. going to
1: happen when we really do have a pandemic?
0: Right. Yeah. And and like you know, there there's no money, there's no food. Um, it, it, it's it's definitely scary. Um, I know uh, I didn't stock up on toilet paper <laughs> like I, like like the rest of the world did. Uh, but yeah. you know I have Pretty enough, annoying. and you know I work at a school, so if I need some there, I grab it. But uh, but you know for some of these people that are, like you know, uh, less fortunate, uh, I worry about them and I worry about their children because it's like, you know, a lot of kids, I work at a school, sure. like I said, a lot of kids, the only meal they get is when they come to school. And so now our school and a lot of those schools too, not just mine, but uh, are taking their bus drivers and sending their bus drivers out to these homes to, to deliver lunches at least so the kids can have at least, you know, one or two meals a day. Uh, but it's, it's really scary, like, like once... You know, if, if it comes to the point where they shut the whole whole country down, it's like, what do you do at that point? Yeah. It's definitely going right. to be crazy. It's definitely going to be crazy. Definitely
1: well, something to think about. Yeah.
0: But uh, on a on a lighter note, uh, uh, Brian, you were talking earlier about, uh, you know, going to see Motley Crue and all that. Um, okay, so I I spent a lot of money driving, flying out to, to L.A. to see Motley Crue play their, quote, final tour. Okay. Um, right. So, as as a as a music fan and as a musician, I want to I want to get I want to get you guys' take on this. So your your favorite band t- says that they're playing their last tour. You spend all this money, you fly, you go see whatever. Um, but now with Motley Crue, okay, I I've, I feel in my heart, and I just maybe I feel in my heart that when when they when they said the final tour in their mind, they were done. They wasn't going to play again. But, but when they put out this movie and the movie was so popular and more people wanted to see him play and then they blew up the contract and now they're going to tour again How do you feel about that are, are you are you happy to hear motley Cruz coming back or as a fan are you, or <laughs> no. do you do you feel like do you feel like that that you were you, you were kind of like you, you got the kiss thing because this is the final tour but now it's a reunion tour
1: well, I met a lot of musicians in my time, and if a musician told me that the sky was blue, I'm going to still go look for myself, <laughs> right, because yeah. 95% of them are full of shit, so uh, I kind of knew that was going to be a, you know, that, that was just a part-time thing, I didn't know it was going to be this quick, though, that it yeah. was going to be coming back, I figure once they started losing money, I mean, I expect Gene Simmons to screw me out of every bit of money he can get, but... I don't know. I, I think it's kind of dirty in a way, but being a fan, I would love to have them. If you bought me a free ticket right now, I'm not saying that I wouldn't go. Right, yeah. You know, because I am a fan when it comes down to it.
0: Well, I, I think it's smart marketing from them because, you know, they, they, uh, they, uh Final tour, and then you didn't, you didn't hear from them for a couple of years, and now they, bring, you know, the movie comes out, and the movie was very successful, um, and then they, you know, put out a put out an album, and you know, they, so so it was like a little bit of time they're building up, building up, building up, um, and then they announced this tour, but 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 I think that 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 if a, a fan like you and I, this is the ultimate tour to go see because you get to see you know three uh, three of the best bands from the eighties. Uh, uh, Oh yeah! One night, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: it's definitely. Like I said, if I hit the lottery, I will be right there, front and center. But I can't pay like three hundred bucks to go see bands that I've seen like nine and ten times. Mm -hmm. I mean, i was see. Like I said, I mean, Def Leppard, I've seen four times. That's the least out of all of them. But I don't know. I can't blame them for doing the cash grab, but it just kind of it makes you wonder. Every time somebody says farewell tour. You know they're full of shit. So yeah. maybe fair warning should be fair warning, and, and we and
0: did last year. But 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 you know the, the one thing that drew me in that that drew me in, and and, I, and I'm like you, I should have known because I'm in the wrestling business. We lie all the time, but um, but but for swirl, them, to, bro, with the squirrel right, right. But but for them to actually, <laughs> you know, sit down and make this big deal and make this make this contract. I I think what happened was I think that they were really they you know they're really done or, or in their minds they thought they were, um, but then when when the movie came out and they saw successful and they see you know now hey we can do a, st- a stadium tour and charge five hundred dollars for nosebleed seats and three thousand dollars for floor seats um, I, I'm I'm like you I, I think the cash grab like okay yeah let's do this.
1: Yeah, it's just like anything else, man. You dangle the money in front of somebody, they're going to take it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I know that uh, with this coronavirus, it's kind of shut you guys down. Um, I mean, I know we we have no idea, but any idea when you guys might be playing again? Well,
1: you know, the bars are shut down. Yeah, Yeah. we're still... I'm hoping it's like two, three weeks maybe at the most. Ryan told me tonight that if any of these club owners get caught operating, it's supposed to be a, a misdemeanor if you get caught operating oh, really? under this band. Yeah, wow. so it's getting serious. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, so Dave and I are going, we're getting ready to announce we're going back out on the road as male strippers. Hey, there you this go. This weekend yeah.
0: at do, the truck stop. Do private parties. Yeah. <laughs> That, down there at the truck stop we're in called, we're like the old are like the old fat Chippendale.
1: i'm the chris we're more like chips and dips, more like <laughs> <laughs> chips and dips
0: I'm, I'm right there with you guys well any any, any more stories you guys want to share before we uh wind up the podcast
1: oh uh, not that we can tell and still have our relationship <laughs> with our wives
0: and <laughs> make three of us.
1: Most of the stories are self-incriminating, so <laughs> yeah. you have to the fifth on that. But why don't we do? Can we get together and do a part two?
0: Yeah, I, I was about to, I was about to ask you guys that. We uh, we definitely need need to do a part two, and um whenever you guys are ready, I'm ready because yeah, because I, I know we got we got more subjects that we can that we can cover. Uh, between
1: Oh my God. We have, we didn't delve into our wrestling stuff.
0: I, I know. I I was, I was thinking that. And and like the uh you know the, the the matter of fact the last time that uh that we wrestled together, uh I, I put you over in the Battle Royal there at uh, Riders. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, that was
1: awesome. That was fun. Yeah, that was, thank that you was, so much. Oh,
0: you welcome that was a fun night. I enjoyed yep. that. I got there
1: because I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Well, so thank you. Well, you welcome. So make me look
0: good. I got there and and Rob comes up to me and he goes, "Brother, he goes, uh, this is what I'm gonna do tonight." I'm like, "Okay." He goes, "We're gonna do a battle royal, and at the end, uh, we're we're uh, going we're 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 gonna put Brian over big time." I said, "Okay." He goes and. The only man I know that can do that is you, and I'm like, and so, so that, so that, 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 that made me feel good that he trusts me. But I was like, I was happy to be in there with you because I'm like, well, that's good. I'm in there with one of my friends, and and I know I ain't gonna get hurt, yeah, and, and, and it's gonna be great. Uh, but I think one of the guys when I
1: found out it was you too. I, I was a lot less, I was a lot relaxed after that. I was like, thank God.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I'm like that too. Like, like you know, like like this day and time, half the wrestlers that are out there. Are not trained or halfway trained, and they have no clue what they're doing. And you know, you're like putting your life on the line out there a lot of times because half of these guys just don't know nothing that they're doing. And uh, they, what do you uh, mean they're not
1: trained? They've got WWE Network. Oh, it. I, oh,
0: that's true. That's right. <laughs> they got the network. At least they can uh they uh, know no know, know how to do that. And half of them don't don't even know how to lace up their boots, and and don't even don't even own Damn a pair great. of boots. Hey, speaking of boots, did uh you you uh Buy that red black pair that that she was wearing that night. Did you buy those?
1: I wanted to, yeah, but the guy left and I didn't uh, get to get them. Yeah, but well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, I'll, if you ever run across it a size nine and a half, let me know.
0: Okay, yeah, I can, I, I'll definitely do it. the same size I wear, um, cause, because
1: because If you happen day. to find a pair of shorts uh, in a youth small, preferably thong, <laughs> <laughs> send them to Dave. Right? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, well, we love you. We love you, Tony. Thank you for taking the time and doing this with us.
0: Man, I, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. This, this has been a lot of fun, and like you say, I can't wait to do part two. and And uh, we'll we'll definitely tear it down.
1: Yes, oh, yeah. sir. Uh, Brian said that the uh, drive through at the Taco Bell is open, and we are ready to uh, to Taco Bell.
0: Hey, uh, <laughs> go <laughs> go do it, guys! And thank you again for being on the show, guys. Fans, make sure you tune in each week. Thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Make sure you guys tune in each week to the Bench Buster Show. Want to get your event or business advertised around the world? Then let the Bench Buster Show advertise for you. We offer a weekly show that is broadcast over all major podcast platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and much more. We offer five levels of advertising to fit any budget, so don't hesitate Let The Binge Buster Show work for you. For information, contact us on our Facebook page at The Binge Buster Show. We look forward to helping you and your business grow. Man, what a great time with the uh, boys from fair warning and I could talk to those guys all night long, man. They, they had some tremendous stories, you know, it sounds a lot, a lot of their stories remind me of wrestling stories and, and so much better. Um, so uh, t- tonight was the, it was the first episode with the fair warning guys, and we're going to bring them back for part two. So tune in for that next week. Make sure you go like us on our Facebook page um, and download each and every exciting episode uh, go go back, do, do yourself a favor, go back and listen to some of our prior episodes with uh, with my main man Tim Blaze as we talk to some of the biggest stars in pro wrestling um, each week on the Binge Buster Show. So make sure that uh, that you tell your friends, uh, everyone stay safe uh, and, and take care of yourself during this coronavirus outbreak and uh, love each other, take care and make sure you tune in each week on the Binge Buster Show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another edition of the Binge Buster Show. Make sure you go like us on our Facebook page. Download each and every exciting edition on your favorite podcast platform.